Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. But I thought it would be kind of fun to see all the different nations that are represented here at Grace Capital Church. If you were born in another country, or you would say, like, first-generation heritage is from another country, can you just come forward and stand and line up on either side? Don't be shy. All the Filipinos in the house, all the, we got some of those, the Africans, the Puerto Ricans, is that considered another country? No, it's not. Um, Come on up here. Come on. Just stand up here. Ah, another Canadian, fellow Canadian. Look at these kiddos. Look at these nations. Korean. This is amazing. Aussie. We have an Aussie there. Come on up. From India. So... Audra, I need that microphone. Oh my, look at the nations. Look at the nations. What what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you just start at one end and say, what country are you from? Come on up, back up if you... Cuba. Cuba. South Korea. South Korea. South Korea. Canada. Rwanda. 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 Cameroon. Canada. Australia. India. India, Philippines, Philippines, Rwanda, 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 Rwanda. Keep going over there. Cuba, Italy, 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 <laughs> Rwanda, Congo. Oh, yes. Rwanda, Rwanda, Austria, Nigeria, Philippines. 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 Rwanda. Sweden. Rwanda. 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 Philippines. Keep standing up here. Stay up here for a moment. It makes my heart so big to see the nations are here in our church, which means, by the way, when, when we are together with the Lord, they are going to be, let me just read this verse real quick out of Revelation, and then I'll let you guys sit down. Revelations chapter 7, I believe, it says this. All right, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. This is good. This is good. After this, I looked and behold a great multitude that I could not number from every nation, from all tribes and people and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palms, branches in their hands, and crying out with one a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our Lord God, who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. And we get to, as one, all these different tribes, but under one lordship of Jesus Christ, we get to worship the Lord together. So let's all give them a big hand. Thank you so much. You may be seated. You may be seated. Oh, man, is this spectacular? The nations, the nations. Well, this is All Nations Sunday, and, and I, want to, um, I want to introduce to you our, our guests this morning. And uh, so I would first like to introduce Sam. Sam and his wife. I would say his wife's name, but I'm going to let Sam introduce his wife. Come on up here. Sam, your wife will be coming, yes. 
You can write up those steps. Thank you so much. And uh, actually, I was going to have Zatoni. Were you going to speak first? Yes. Zatoni's going to speak first. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, Sam, tell me what your wife's name, though, and then I'm going to have to bring Zatoni up here. Parimala. See, I tried to say that this morning. <laughs> Par- Parilama. Parimala. Parimala. Something like that. <laughs> All right. So, so just tell me real quick before um, I have Zatoni come up. So what part of India are you from? I am from Vijayawada, Andhra Pradesh. Which is southern India? South, yeah. Southeast. Southern India. So you've been here before, but you've never been on a Sunday service. You were here with your father, who has since passed. That's right. And then your brother has been here as well. That's you've right. stayed in my home. And uh, so, so nice to have your family. Your daughter is also here yes. with you. Your daughter's name? Uh, Numile Grace, oh, nicknamed Shiny. Shiny. See, I like that name. I can, <laughs> I can pronounce that one. <laughs> All right, and uh, so thank you. I'll have you come back up in a moment. Uh, I just want to introduce you. It's a Tony. Yes. Thank you. I'll take that microphone, actually. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> come on up. This is uh, Zatoni Morenzi, and uh, she, her, her son and her grandsons were, grandbaby was up here as well, and uh, Zatoni has been, how long have you been at Grace Capital Church, Zatoni? Since 2003. Since 2003, so for quite some time. Well, when I was praying about who was going to speak for All Nations Sunday, um, you immediately came to mind, because not only do I know that you are a preacher. So by the way, when she preaches, you need to make some noise for her, right? You like that, right? Yes, so, so she likes to hear the feedback. Um, and the other thing, Zatoni, I just want to appreciate your steadfast, your prayer warrior. You pray on Sunday mornings, come in here, and, and you really are contending for the things of the Lord. And so today I give you this, this platform. I give you this microphone to be able to share with us what God's placed on your heart. Would you welcome Zatoni? Thank you very much, Pastor Mark, for uh, giving me this opportunity to be here. I know that is a privilege. Uh, We Africans, we love to be happy. We don't like to go to churches where people are like this, no joy. So this is why I want to say, I will say hallelujah, and I want to hear a big amen, okay? Hallelujah! No, it is still small. Hallelujah! That's good. Thank you very much. Uh, When I was asked to stand here, I took time to pray. I said, God, what do you want me to share with you people? And God gave me a message for two groups. The two groups, the first is the one that was standing here. People from all nations that are gathered here at our church. I want to tell you that you are not here by accident. Pastor Peter Bonanno, who started Grace Capital Church, he worked many years with the Pastor Mark, with the Pastor Kevin, with the Pastor Jorgen, and the other elders, and they prayed. They prayed every Wednesday in time of snow, in time of rain. They walked around the uh, Concord area asking God for nations at Grace Capital Church. If you are here, it's not an accident. It's because people prayed. There is a power in prayer. 
And the God called the first group, these immigrants, these people were born in the other countries, to be here to pray for America. Hallelujah. God called us to come and pray for our church. And it's sad when I see that every morning, every Sunday, there are no people who are praying for Pastor Mark, for the team that is working hard so people can come from hell to heaven. You are called, if you were born in another country, to pray. You are not called to come eat pizza and hamburgers and fresh fries. But God called you here in America to pray for this nation. This nation, this nation blessed us. This nation is blessing the entire world when we pray. If we don't pray, we, we went through hell, people from other countries. We know how to pray. We know how to lean on God. We know that when we pray, miracles happen. But Americans are full. They have knowledge. They need people who are going to pray, so they are going to put in practice. They are going to work hard because there are people who are praying behind. But we people from other nations, we are distracted. We are working, and we are working, and we are working, and we forgot why God brought us here. So remember, if you are from another nation, people prayed for you to be here. You too, it is your turn to pray for this nation. And uh, also, I was uh, praying. I said, God, what do you talk about people from uh, uh, foreigners? Few weeks ago, I was invited to speak at the Concord High School, and a child asked me, "Say, how do you? How did you feel when you came here?" In America, you left behind your family, your, uh, your friends, and you moved in another country. I say, I didn't have a problem. My family didn't have a problem because we went to a loving church. The church was, was our family. You Americans, you have behind you people who left everything. They have no one. They have no friends. Sometimes they are so depressed. And the God is not asking you to love all of them. God is asking you just to love one person. In John 13, uh, verse 34 and 35, before Jesus left, he said, love one another. And people will know that you are mine because of, the, uh, of love. So today God is not asking you to love uh, 10,000 people. He's not asking you to help uh, 5,000, but he's asking you just to look around and love one person. Reading the Bible, when you read the Bible, you can read, the, for example, in Deuteronomy 10, uh, 38, uh, 10, uh, They were talking about people who are on heart of God. There are three kinds of people, and we have all of them. It was widows, God was talking always about widows. He was always talking about orphans. He was always talking about foreigners, people who left everything. These people are here among us. I was asking God, here we don't have orphanages. How do you want us to, to have that love of Jesus Christ if we don't have orphans? God said, yes, you have orphans. You have orphans among you. You have foster children among you who are looking for homes. You have widows. You have single women. 
alone with the children who are looking for people to support and love them. And God said, share with them, share with the church how you blessed only one child. One child, not 10, not 30, but one child. So let me share briefly what God has done and we were able to bless some children. When we came here, we had a, a friend who had a foster child. And that foster child became our friend, the friend of our children. And one day we asked about how he was doing and they said, no, he's not with us anymore. So where is he? So uh, to make long story short, we came to discover that this child was not with the family and we wanted to have that child with us. We want to have him because we knew that this foster child didn't have someone. And that child, uh, they say you have to go to classes. We went to classes. When we went to those classes, we came to discover that among us here in America, we have half a million of children who don't have homes. And the church is blind. The church is not being involved. The church is not chasing those children who are orphans among us. Blessed families who adopted many children here. I see them. There are many families who adopted children. God bless you. Because today what the devil is doing is just want us to feel good. Have a good time. I didn't read any Bible, any place where they say we have to retire. I didn't see any place where they say we have to feel good. God was saying, just go, build my kingdom. We are going to rest when we go to heaven. Hallelujah. We are going to rest when we go to heaven. So among us, we have these people who are new in this nation. We have many foreigners who are around us, and they are looking people to love them. Mormons, Jehovah Witness, are chasing them. Now they have a big number of our Christian who used to be born again, but they didn't see love in our churches, and they left to be Jehovah Witnesses. Why? Because the church is not aware that the devil is working hard. We need to remember that time is running very fast. Jesus could come soon, but he's not coming because the church is not ready. But today God is saying, wake up church. Wake up America. Pray. People from other nations, wake up and pray. And then we are going to see a change in our nation. I was shocked when I went to the meeting of uh, these foster uh, parents and uh, adoptive parents. And I saw many couples of gays and lesbians who are adopting those uh, children. And in my heart I said, what is the church? What are we doing? What are we going to tell the Lord? We took one child. One of them was one of the most uh, difficult child in, in New Hampshire. No family could handle that boy. He stayed, he went to the foster care system when he was only five. And we took him when he was 10. It was very tough to, to handle that boy. But with the prayer, with the support of one man, a man from a Catholic church, became a mentor of our adopted son. Our son was a tough boy. He was terrorizing school. Sometimes when he was coming here to this church, they would kick him out from Sunday school. I never heard anyone who was kicked out from Sunday school, except our son. But with the prayer, with the love, with the patience, our son was able to change. Yesterday we got a letter from college that he's on dean list of students. 
brought in our home other two kids from Middle East. They came in our home as Muslim. Today they became Christian. Hallelujah. Don't say, I am too old. Even if you are old, you have love. Even if you are young, you can love someone else. Today, just Jesus is saying, please. In Jeremiah, in Isaiah 6, 8, God is saying, I am looking for one person. Just one person. Just one person. Are you willing to help orphans? These foster children, are you willing to help strangers love them? Are you willing to help uh, these uh, uh, people who are, are widows, single women? May the Lord talk to you today. Amen. 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 So. So, so, Tony, you don't know this. You don't know this. And, um, but in two weeks, in two weeks, you may have a seat. In two weeks, we are having a meeting with all of our leadership team to talk about what the church needs to do about the foster care system. And so, so you, I didn't, we didn't talk about this, but God put it on your heart. He's trying to tell us Part of waking up as a church is to care for those that Jesus is longing to care for. So thank you for not only being an example to us, but thank you for giving us a little kick to get us going. All right, let's give her another hand. Thank you so much. Well, our next, our next um, speaker is, is Sam and his lovely wife, and uh, his wife is going to come right up. Our, his wife is going to actually sing us a song. And so um, you can come up to Sam. You can, I know you're not going to sing. No, we don't want you to sing. But you can come up. You can come up. Sure. Yeah. Praise the Lord, everybody. My name is Parimala. I'm very happy to stand before you. Today is very... Um, Great day for us, for all of us. Celebration of nations. Hallelujah. According to Matt 28, 19 talks about, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Hallelujah. So we are doing that. Let me tell, uh, explain about India. In India we have 1.2 billion people, 16 major languages and 1600 dialects. In India people, they worship, 33 millions of gods and goddesses, all idols. They're worshipping all idols. Creation, not by creator, you see. So they worship cows, snakes, monkeys, elephants, so many idols. So we need your prayers, precious prayers. Now I'll sing one Telugu song. We speak in, in Telugu language. The song meaning is... There is, oh God, there is no one like you, there is none like you. You are great and mighty God, so we will worship you. I cannot compare to anybody because you are the awesome God, you are worthy. That is the song meaning. I don't want to take much time. I will sing just one stanza. 
ಯೇಸೂನೀಕು ಸಮಮ್ಯೋವರು ನೀಲ ಲೇರೋವರು ಯೇಸೂನೀಕು ಪೋಟಿಯವರು ನೀಕು ಸಾಟಿಲೇನೇಲೇರು one of the hindu group of people in jharkhand state they they go to the church and they call the pastor and the group of people they cut the pastor's neck and they left so in india right now we have ruling the hindu government and we have a lot of persecution is going on we really need your all your prayers thank you I thank God that he allowed me to meet uh, Pastor Mark in revival journey and uh, I also want to thank God that uh, God allowed my father to come to New Hampshire it was only uh, one trip his only trip to United States he came to see and pray for revival in that revival journey the lord brought him and to meet with the pastor and his family and uh, that was the last march and uh, he prayed for revival here and in the month of may he went to be with the lord but wherever he went the lord is doing something new i have noticed in 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 the us different parts so i believe a great revival is coming here I believe a great outpouring is coming here. And uh, my father dedicated five sons to the five known continents in 1970, December 24th. And as a result, God called us. He visited us 
different times, especially 1981 with the angels. And, and also God spoke to my dad in 1981 that there would be fire flames of revival in the last days. And we would have a share in that revival. So I thank God that, that we are seeing the fulfillment of that, of that revival all over the world. It's in the birthing stages. God told us that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Hallelujah. Joel 2.28, Acts 2.17. I want you to hear this voice of the Lord this morning. It is coming from the very heart and plan of God. I will pour out my spirit, says the Lord Almighty, upon all flesh. Today, we have all nations here. Hallelujah. God promised it. God planned it. At the right time, he sent his son, Jesus Christ. Not in our time, in our plan. His time. At the right time, he he sent the Holy Spirit uh, in the upper room. At the right time, he's going to pour out. He's already pouring and drizzling, but more and more in these last days. America was dedicated to God in Cape Henry. And also, I, I was in Virginia Beach, Norfolk area. I saw the monument where it said, around 19, uh, 1833 or so, the missionaries went from this country first time to the nations. And probably millions of missionary trips are made. People went from here to all shores of the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today, God's hand is upon America. This land was dedicated to God. Once it is dedicated, it's God's country. God said, I will pour out my spirit. Uh, that includes America. God is going to pour in such a way that we have never seen before. Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1, it says, Pray for rain. Pray for rain during the time of latter rain. These are the last days. And we need to pray. We need to cry. We need to pray like we mean it. We need to cry with tears. We need to ask the Lord with fasting and praying. We need to ask the Lord as if though really we want this move of God in these last days. And it says, great clouds, dark clouds will gather. It's not going to be a normal rain. It's not a revival that has come and gone. God said an unending revival is coming. God spoke to a man by the name of Arthur Burt in Wales in 1934. A revival is coming and it's going to be no ebb revival. See, in the ocean, the waves come. They're very strong. But after sometimes they're weakened and they go back. That's called ebb. God said, no every revival. That means the revival that's coming, it will not be weakened and it will not go back. It will go from strength to strength. Uh, Psalm 84, 7. Glory to glory. Hallelujah. You find the second Corinthians. And power to power till all the nations are reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God spoke through William Seymour in 1909. I will pour out my spirit. In Azusa revival, I will pour out my spirit again. Hundred years later, with Shekinah glory and double power. Hallelujah. It is God that spoke it. In 1939, through Smith Wigglesworth, uh, uh, he spoke to Lester Samral. Many things, but one of the phrases is that the hospitals will be emptied out in these last days. Our God is God of power. He has power to save to heal, to do miracles, and he's going to do wonderful things in the last days through his church. 
We the church, we are scattered. Like Ezekiel 37, 8 to 10, it says that we are scattered like bones all over. But God spoke to the prophet to bring them together. As they came together, there was no life in that body. And God said, speak life. Today, God is speaking life through his prophets into the church. All the denomination walls are going to break down. God is going to pour out, unite. We are one church. We are one body. We will have life of Jesus in us. We will... And uh, the prophet saw it was not one or two people. It was a vast army. The nations. Hallelujah. God is going to do many more wonderful things. Hallelujah. It's going to be an authentic revival. Second Chronicles 5, 13, 14 says, you know, when they were worshipping and the priests were doing their duties, at the time, a cloud of glory came. Hallelujah. That's going to bring authentic revival. Real revival. Today, you know, we are, even in the revival, we are trying to see, we, we see a lot of attractive, we are trying to appeal to man and somehow make it somehow. No, 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 no. This God is real. And he's going to send real revival. It's going to be real miracles and real wonders. God is going to change our programs. Hallelujah. I'm glad that he has a plan and he's, go, he's in control and he's going to make changes. It's going to be spontaneous revival. Last uh, uh, July 2nd, I was in Waco. When we were sharing, all of a sudden, the cloud of glory literally came in the church. And uh, we were on our knees. The pastor could not see his own people. It was so thick. And we were on our knees and we were praying for a couple of hours together and worshipping the Lord, repenting, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a real heart revival. Hallelujah. Real change in these last days. God also spoke in Amos 9.13. Hallelujah. That, that, uh, you, uh, in that portion you will find about harvesters and also the plowmen. The harvesters. Maybe just a couple of minutes quickly. If I can have a couple of like volunteers to come up very quickly. Few people, please. If you can come. You, maybe some of you can come from this side. Just a few people. You see, in that Amos 9.13, it says, you're going to have the harvesters and then the plowmen. The harvesters are they're going to overtake. The plowmen are, are going to overtake the harvesters, it says. The harvesters, you have a sickle in your hand, sickle. See, we are so modernized today, we don't have the old tools. <laughs> the sickles they used to use to harvest. So, the, you know, we are harvesting now a little bit, one at a time. Not many souls, little here and there. But the last days, he said, not by power, not by, by, not by strength, but by my spirit. That spirit of the Lord is going to use us. Now he's sharpening our sickles. And we're going to harvest. Hallelujah. We're going to harvest in a great way. We're going to harvest, hallelujah, what is this place? Pembroke. We're going to harvest in Concord, in Manchester, in New Hampshire, in Massachusetts, in, in hallelujah, Maine, in Vermont, in Connecticut, New England, for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. You also please take your sickle and harvest by faith your family, the people in your workplace. Uh, 
Hallelujah. You got to harvest, harvest, harvest these last days. These are the, these are the plowmen. They plow the land, they water and they sow the seed. Please, just sow a little bit of seed. See, what's happening is not much gospel today. This gospel seed, we have a lot of programs, a lot of books, very little of the gospel that's being sown today. May the Lord fill us with himself. See, it has become a verbal gospel with no living and no life. May the Lord make us to live like Jesus. And through it, we will sow the seed of the gospel. Hallelujah. What happens is, these plowmen, because of time, they will go and they will say to the harvesters, move aside because we are coming in. So they will move this side. It will be a continuous cycle of harvest. It's going to be harvest. You know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the farming, there are seasons, gaps. But in these last days, harvest, it's going to be so quick because when they plant the seed, the harvest, the people are ready. People are hungry. The nations are waiting. Hallelujah. Let's reap a great continuous harvest in the last days. Thank you. Matthew 9.17, I'm going to end with this one. It says, the new wine, when it comes, the old wine skin will not fit. The, the, the new wine skin is needed today. The old wine skin means, you know, it, old wine skin, where you, it, it has become old, rough, stiff, not flexible anymore. So God is, is wanting to change us to be new wine skins. The old wine skin is rough and stiff. It says it's like a bottle. The, the anointing that comes in the water. Yeah, come in, God, but I'm in charge. I'm, 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 you know, I'm fixed. I'm, so God wants us to change that into a new wine skin. In Israel, they used to take the wine skin, old wine skin, soak it in water for days, and then rub it with oil, water, the word of God. Then it becomes smooth, flexible. It's like a balloon. See, if you pour water in balloon, the balloon dictates the shape. No. The water that comes in, the anointing that comes in dictates the shape. So we need to be new wine skins for the Lord in these last days. <laughs> Hallelujah. God has many promises and prophecies. It is for today and for, for us and for the nations. We need to be flexible. We need to, God, let open our eyes. Maybe we can close our eyes for a minute. Harvest time, revival time, unending revival time. We live in days where it says the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than the former one. God has promised so many things, kept so many things in store for us. Amy McPherson, when she was ministering, in LA, it was very difficult days. She, but God used her to reach out to many people and to feed many people when the economy was not doing well. God will resource you, pour whatever you need in your hands. And uh, God wants to use you for His glory. Hallelujah. Grace Capital Church, it's your time. It is your time for revival. It is time to rise up and... Oh, hallelujah. Be the, the, the hub that God called you to be. I thank God for Pastor Mark and his family. I see the hand of the Lord upon him 
as a revival revivalist in in all over us especially northeast we pray that the lord will use your church all of you it does does take all of us as pillars to stand in this revival so god can use us mightily for his glory amen amen so i i want to say go ahead give a big hand yes thank you thank you so i believe it was prophetic when you were doing the demonstration of the harvesters and the plowsmen and the planting of the seeds yes that it really really is going to be the entire body that needs to get involved in this it is not just the pastors each one of us are called into the ministry to harvest souls to plant seeds of the gospel that means that at your places of work are you planting the seeds of the gospel that means in your homes are you planting the seeds of the gospel and then are you reaping are you then saying lord is it time to reap that soul for your kingdom for this end day harvest i do believe that we are in this end day harvest but it's going to take a church that is ready a church as we heard from zatoni that will care for the orphans and the widows and care for all the nations but it will also that we will hear the voice of the lord that we will respond to him and that we will be a vessel not saying this is who we are but we say who are you god and we take the shape of who you are god and we will commit right now as a church that we are saying everybody can you just open up your hands real quick just a, a way of surrender holy spirit i pray that you would allow us to become new wine skins as as sam has has prophetically spoken that over us that we would be moldable and that we would take on the shape of what your spirit wants to do lord jesus this is a new day that this all nation sunday is a representation of what we are going to see in heaven but father we are collectively together all nations here in new hampshire not only reaching the nations here but going out into the nations to to see your end time harvest take place thank you for sam and his family for coming and and ministering to us i pray a blessing upon them thank you for zatoni and and her family being a part of this church father that your spirit is moving and we say yes to you in jesus name amen amen thank you for listening to the grace capital church podcast If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com.